the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and we welcome your calls at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. While Jerry gets settled, we'll tell you about all kinds of things that are happening here at Mill Burgers. All right, we have one. Uh, we've got the blood drive going on today till 3 o'clock. Uh, we also have... Uh, the uh, Lions Club here, and they are doing uh, kids' eye screenings. All right. You okay? <laughs> Don't be a smart aleck. Uh, and uh, that's all today from 11 to 3. Plus, lots of your gardening peers are out here today, too. Thank you. And they are doing shopping and all kinds of fun stuff. So we encourage you to come on out and... Uh, be a part of Mill Burgers. I'll get that for you in a second. Just get settled. Uh, also, a reminder, the uh, South Texas Home and Garden Show is going on today at the Floresville Event Center. So if you're want to, uh, if you in that area, go visit with them. And if you're not in that area, consider taking a day trip and uh, just going um, and uh, visiting and having lots of fun. Lots of vendors, lots of fun. It's free. Uh, Elaine caught us. Uh, she said she heard the ad. And she blamed you. She thought it was very funny that Calvin was going to charge $10 a ticket to uh, to get into the South Texas Home and Garden Show. Really? Yeah. You remember who said that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you hearing okay? I, I am. Okay. <laughs> All right. Did he you looks keep... like he's got a, a dinner over there. What's that? Strawberries and crackers. Yeah, yeah. That's why I couldn't help you over there, Jerry. I was busy with. Yeah, just, he said, "Well, I'd have to stop eating for a sec." Uh, all right. Oh goodness, we gotta get you. So Elaine, you want something? Oh. They have stuff. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Jerry was alluding to some strawberries that uh, Calvin has, and uh, he has some too. And uh, they came from the Poteet Strawberry Fest, which is April 14th and 15th. So if you come up here and ask a gardening question while supplies last, we're going to give you. Oh, good. There we go. That'll be good. Um, We're going to give you a pair of tickets to uh, the uh, Poteet. A strawberry festival so uh no no strawberries just tickets huh? just tickets no we're, we're we're hoarding the strawberries oh 
Yeah. So we have so we have a few extra. If you want to try one, if you come up in here and ask a question, you can any do. Extra. I don't have any extra. No, it's these guys. Oh. Yeah. He's got them all that bad. I kind of saved them for me or Trace. They're really good. Oh my gosh! Can you try one without setting off the alarm and the? <laughs> in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Get settled. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. All right, let's see. Oh, okay, that's uh, yeah, okay. Okay, just just take things slowly. There you go. All right. I, I have to appreciate the help around. Yeah. Cuz they Actually they're, the help and the the people shopping. Yeah, the busy <laughs> they're busy. And uh I happen to have a misstep. Yes. Hopefully Jeremy's not listening. No, we 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 don't tell him what time the show is. <laughs> but uh, I was excited because I found a lot of N- BHN nine sixty eight. Yeah, the one gallons. Uh, yeah, number one, one gallons. They're nice. And I was supposed to get some uh, Ruby Crush. And I called up earlier, uh, told them to pick me, pick some up, put them on the porch, and uh, I guess they were too busy to to take to do that order. But I walked over oh, to okay. the next bunch of uh, plants, and it gets what was over there. What Ruby Crush? Oh, in the smaller ones? Yeah. So I got them uh, Ruby Crush and nine. 68 is it so where are they where, yeah did is they is that what you fell on top of no no oh. did they oh well, that's they, blood you mean yeah did they put them oh. as, did they put them aside for you no oh i just found them in the, in the no mix. no 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 but just now after the uh, thing the you, accident. do you still have them oh yeah they're right here <laughs> oh okay okay good you don't think my, he'd surrender his prizes no he <laughs> just over <laughs> my heifers a misstep Okay. Woo. All right. But anyway, I, I told the people that were tra- trying to help me to get up that without a forklift, which is mm-hmm. usually needed. They, they, they seem to manage without that. <laughs> but I told them, I said, I'm okay. I've practiced this before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was kind but of. The, they, they still were not happy with yeah, they were nice me laying on the ground. But I knew it was going to be this way. Yeah. Because this is such a pretty day. Yeah, it is. Tomorrow is going to be a pretty day. And the uh, shelves are, are stocked. Yeah, with lots of beautiful plants. I don't know when, but I called yesterday and asked about the real Grande Gold Peppers. Oh. Talked to the grower. And he said uh, they're being delivered tomorrow, oh. today. But you, oh, really? Yeah. You must have been mistaken about those to BHN 968 tomatoes because if I remember right, That's right. didn't he say they were uh, no, I don't think all so. gone? No. no, I don't think so. Uh, I, th- I think Jerry's right. There are people that listen to the show and they, <laughs> so when, they, when, they, when they hear that, like they hear Tycoon is no longer, uh, <laughs> they go into high gear. All right, let's show Parsons. Come on. <laughs> well, if that works. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wonder if there are any 968s in the four and a half inch. We'll I don't to, know. I didn't look. We'll have to ask Trace. But uh, they're in the gallons. Yeah. 
Well, we'll look at. I'll look over there and I'll try not to fall down. Okay, uh, we're <laughs> falling. Next break we have. Well, yeah, I've, I've got the ground flattened over there, yeah, so you, where you can. Yeah, that fall used down. that used oh, yeah. to be your problem yeah. with the uh, thing in terms of balance. Yeah, but I've, I've got that bad. Uh, but anyway, uh, people are walking out with some good stuff because there's a lot of good stuff to walk out with. Yeah. As I was waiting to find a parking place, the uh, <laughs> They uh, they were walking out with citrus, blooming citrus. Ooh, cool! So uh, I guess some of those lemons are blooming over there. Well, and uh, we were talking about the t- tomatoes, uh, and uh, all those uh, uh, rodeo tomatoes that w- were distributed are out doing really well. I oh, think. is that right? Yeah. I'm well. I'm you know the gardeners that we've run across, or we. Uh, Got lucky on the timing. Yeah. The, the 15th was kind of a magic day. The weather <laughs> changed, and and they what? and they responded to the weather. Yeah, the change. forecast is beautiful. All right, 210-308-8867. Y'all talk to each other for a second. I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, Jerry, we're uh, on the uh, milkweeds. That, that's going along pretty regularly. The first, the first one will be behind us huh? over there. No, no, oh, yeah, the, 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 but we're also talking about the milkweed program on the... Oh, okay. The, the first one will be here at Millburgers on on the 15th of April. And uh, then the, the second one will be at the medical center, at the Education Resource Center at uh, Dream Hill Estates. Yeah. And then the, the third one will be in New, New Braunfels. Uh, we're getting quite a few calls on the one... New Braunfels, that's part of that uh, agro-festival that they have. They oh, okay. they have a wonderful uh, facility over there. You and I have spoken there a, a, number of, a number of times. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing it after three <laughs> years of the COVID now yeah. that it's going. But they're, uh, they're really interested in, as most gardeners are in this area, in uh, contributing to... Uh, the increasing the monarchs and uh, figuring out how to grow some of those native uh, milkweeds. Yeah. And our friends at Douglas King Seed Company are, are helping us. They're uh, donating seed and they've uh, planted a bunch of uh, seed in contain- containers so that we will, th- those folks that attend the classes will have access to some. Uh, free milkweed, and uh, which which we hope will lead to uh, them uh, de- dealing. They're all belong. They all belong to organizations and such, and we hope that they'll uh, get them involved in uh, the initiative on the on the butterflies. And uh, yeah, they they're, they're just getting the seed. No, they're going to get. We we're we're uh, Douglas King Seed Company is planting. Um, seed now, and then I have a, a backup. Is uh, the, oh. we'll have seed available if it, if we're not successful. I think we will be. They'll have they'll be so they'll have uh, the attendees will have some seed of native milkweeds, and then they'll also hopefully have a, a few of them that have germinated already. Yeah, plants. Yeah, that'll be. I That'll think, be kind of I think I, kind of uh, fun. Douglas King is daughter doesn't grow transplants, huh? so I bet I know who's growing those transplants. 
who used to be a... Yeah, well, for Douglas King, uh, they've had our grower that grows all of our stuff here uh, grow the plants for Yeah. So if that's the case, yeah. you're going to get some good stuff. Yeah, he was pretty... They were excited about ha- ha- utilizing him and being part of it, and uh, he he was excited and uh, seemed pretty confident about uh, uh, ma- making some headway in terms of getting some of those uh, milkweeds. You know, I had a I thought I had a pretty good crop of uh, native milkweeds planted, but the freeze took everything. Did it? Oh, did yeah. it? Yeah, except for the tropical. <laughs> The tropical milkweed. Oh, it didn't take the tropical. It took some, but uh, <laughs> some of them have come, have come back. So that's gonna that, that's an ongoing. Uh, it's probably all those microbes. Yeah. Uh, huddling down together, mm-hmm. keeping that plant from freezing. Now I'm kind of re- I'm kind of seeing a little uh, more dissension in that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think a lot of a lot of gardeners and even some uh, researchers are getting a little. Um, Impatient with not finding uh, de- desperate microbes out there. Uh, oh, wait a minute! And uh, I, I've, I've seen a couple of uh, articles that uh, brought up the same issues we brought up. You know, these are these tropical milkweeds are the same ones that monarchs <laughs> have evolved on for all these yeah these centuries, centuries <laughs> and that they're. And if they're, if they're a problem, but how can they be a problem when they're the, they're a plant that's out there <laughs> in their wintering grounds? Uh-huh. So anyway, it's a it's a it's kind of a disturbing situation <laughs> that uh, that they were were uh, potentially losing uh, monarchs, but also they're we're making some headway in terms of. Uh, Figuring out what what the causes are and, and taking and some steps that we can take, and these steps include act activities by local gardeners. That's what's, mm-hmm. that's part of what's so neat about it. Because I was I was excited by looking for microbes. Yeah, he was down yeah. there in the dirt looking for they're, microbes. They're small, Milton. They're they're m- called micro. They're microbial <laughs> small. No, I can't make your. Your mighty small thing work. They're man. mighty small, but <laughs> I, I guess I can back off Trace now for not treating the plants for microbes as he brings them into the nurse. Yeah, hmm. I thought of you. Uh, I was watching a video and it was talking Uh-oh. talking about. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't porn, was putting, it? No. It was, it was, <laughs> I, I was a male guy. They were talking about, about uh, putting lotion on your hands. Yeah. And it was saying that you needed to put, um, it was, this was for a more natural lotion, uh, and it said that uh, you put a, you get a mixture of uh, of egg yolk, oh, geez. honey, and uh, olive oil, oh, and you mix it together. Well. And it's because the you have microbes on your hands. Oh, okay. And the sugar and the honey feeds the microbes and make us happy. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I uh, don't. I don't want those. What? I, they don't want to feed the microbes. No, they want to. 
Oh. They're okay. feeding them with the honey. Oh, okay. They're, and they're, then putting them on your skin. No, no. The microbes are already on your You have microbes on your skin already. Oh, hell no. Oh, yeah, you do. I can uh, see them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to get them off. Get them off of oh, me. I shouldn't have said well, anything. <laughs> he, the way he kind of was grubbing in the dirt over there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it looked like he would have rubbed some of them off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, I, I'm, I'm still pulling for the microbes. Okay. See, just like we did on that, uh, 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 the uh, fire bush, when somebody called in and said, you shouldn't be promoting fire bush because they harbor hummingbird beak mites. Yeah. And you know what I said to that, nothing? No, you do that much better than that. <laughs> and we never mentioned that. Again, I no. never got that call again from that guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That... <laughs> I think he was out of corpus. Okay. As I remember. So if you're listening, call in, and uh, we don't. We haven't seen many decline, much decline in the hummingbirds, other than from the drought. Well, and the way Jerry is having trouble getting around, you better call in pretty quick here because he, oh. he'll be falling down. And, <laughs> man, he's ruthless, isn't he? <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867. It's Millburgers 45th anniversary celebration, and we're going to celebrate with music from 45 years ago, 1978. Back I don't know if I remember that or not. I know. Well, you'll see when you hear the song. 78. Uh-huh. Back in a moment on 938 MV. That is wrong I'm wanting you to stay here with me I know you've got somewhere to go But won't you make yourself at home And stay with me And don't you and ever welcome leave. back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas The 45th Anniversary Musical Celebration Edition We're playing music from 1978 What was it? Is that 45 years? That was uh, Eric Clapton, Lay Down Sally Oh, can you, yeah. Can you hear okay? There you go. Yeah. And here, the Protein Strawberry people brought us some strawberries to the station, so... Uh, Milton, run them. I, what? Uh, you run them. Oh, by washing them, I rinse them. He's angry I rinse them. You can, you can eat, eat a Protein Strawberry. They're pretty good, huh? A real. Yeah, they are good. Yeah. I, I, are you saying you need ice cream or something with them or cream? No, I'm taking sugar. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's in Jerry over Cliff. So <laughs> yeah, that's what we can't do. do it. Yeah. Plus, if people come by and ask their gardening question today, uh, I've got a, some tickets for the Poteet Strawberry Festival to give them. So we got some extras. And if you yeah. if you want to, and anyway, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You're kind of busy here today. Uh, just a little. Just a little is great. <laughs> There's still parking spaces. Hi. And Jerry, plenty of them. And Jerry's upset with you. I guess he's not upset with you. No. <laughs> I think he's upset with yourself. He found some 968 in the number one pots. I bought everything they had. Is that right? Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of them over there, too. I didn't find any four inches. Didn't no, because, because they, they haven't had them. This was the first ones available, and I bought them all, so nobody else could get any. So, <laughs> if you're looking for 968s, do you have no other choice than to come to Millburgers? I bet there's not going to be any more. Oh well, well, can we can we do something no. now that now that we're doing this so that we can save the seeds so this doesn't become a well? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. 
I well, mean, people could do that. There's like 70 or 80 of them. We just need to convince each yeah. one of those to save 20 tomatoes. Yeah. And then we'll have some seed for next year. I mean, there are whole groups that do nothing but save seeds and put them in canisters. And oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. could do that. Uh, I don't. <laughs> oh, you're supposed to get in some uh, real grindy gold today. They're, I got them yesterday, and they're on the table. Oh, they're on the table. Good they for are. you. Okay. Oh, they're already here? Yeah, <laughs> where do I look? Over by the tomatoes over there? Where the peppers where they are. Know, where the peppers normally are? Yeah. Okay, good. We'll have to get some. That'll be fun. Are they good Good plants? They, they're like three-inch, four-inch guys. Yeah. Not a bad-looking bad plant. I talked to the grower yesterday and uh, asked him, What's the status on those? Because we were, we were aiming for this is when we were aiming for, and uh, he said, "Well, he always had negative comments to make." He said, "Well, I thought that, I thought the, that was you." <laughs> no, I get them from him, but he says uh, the seed didn't germinate all at once. You know, you, uh, a grower wants those seed to germinate all at once so they can get the n- number of plants up. He said, uh, first batch came up, and then the second batch came up uh, 10 days later. That's a long time for a pepper seed. And then he had another little small batch uh, come up a little bit later than that. And uh, I can't figure that out. Uh, of course, David saved the seed, and I don't know if he put them in water you know, we tomatoes we float in water or they sink in water, and I have heard from the pepper grower in the Rio Grande Valley before he retired that they they use them use them in water. They put them in water to float. You know, to float the ones off that are bad. And he says that that seems to decrease in the germination when you save them. Hey, so we got a call real quick. Ready? Everybody, okay. Everybody ready? Yeah. Okay. Donald's on the line. He's having trouble with pill bugs. What's wrong with them? What's happening? They're so cute. I don't know, not according to Donald. Hi, Donald. Welcome to Millburgers <laughs> Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Oh, we, we can't uh, hear Donald. There he is. Hi, Donald. Good morning. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah there yeah. you are. Excellent. Excellent. So we've got an extraordinary infestation of pill bugs this year, unlike we've seen before. And they're actually eating the stems of our young seedlings and killing plants. And we've just never seen that in the past. And just wondering if you guys uh, have any advice on that matter or any other information on the amount of pill bugs this season. Are they, uh, what are they eating? St- stems of your seedlings. Of everything? I guess so, yeah. Uh, but the, uh, well, yeah, what seedlings are they eating? All of them? Uh, Kirkabits. They actually ate a couple of, uh, of, uh, marigolds. Uh, they ate some asparagus, of all things, you can believe that. So. Holy yeah. smokes. <laughs> you mean the spears as they come up. Yeah. Uh, now, uh. I was going to say, so they just eat it around the bottom of the stem? Yeah, right at, right at soil level. Yeah. Uh, that's not that unusual, especially on uh, seedlings. 
How old are your seedlings? They they've just been planted. Uh, they just got planted out. We we raised them up inside, you know, during the cold period. Most are six to eight weeks old. Six or eight feet tall, you said? Weeks old. Weeks Excuse old. Me. Oh, weeks old. <laughs> I said picture uh, say. Did you did you grow them in a greenhouse or did you grow them in a window? Uh, some were in the greenhouse and some were indoors. Okay. The ones indoors usually stretch real bad, which makes a delicious uh, hors d'oeuvre for the... Uh, for the pillbox, because that stem is weak from growing inside. Hmm. So that could be accounting for a lot of the eating. And they'll eat anything that's got a, you know, that's got a, 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 a succulent stem on it. Now, they make a pillbox bait. I think they got, we got some that's even got uh, the safe. The, yes, we do. Yeah. Sluggo Plus. But yeah. So, uh, Sluggo Plus? Sluggo Plus. There you go. Now I got you. Oh, say that again. Sluggo Plus. Oh, Sluggo Plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the plus is the is for the roly-polies. Okay. So, uh, and you can sprinkle it around. Of course, the old, old-fashioned old recommendation was seven does. And we have real seven does. You still got some? Five uh, percent. Okay. Starting to run lean, maybe enough to make it through this spring. So if if you got some, we got some seven dust, I think, the reason I asked, uh, uh, I think they gonna quit making seven. They already quit making it. Okay, but uh, you could get some seven dust and sprinkle it around the, the base of the plant, especially the young plants, and uh, that that should keep them off of there until the plant gets bigger than tougher, and can withstand the pill bugs. I thank you for the for for definitely trying to stay away okay. from the pesticide route, and we try to diatomate the earth, but we'll only have limited success with it. What? What did he say? No, well, you broke up a little bit. You said you tried diatomaceous earth without much luck. Oh. Uh, we just have limited success with it. That's all. <laughs> yeah, Pull them down, but it doesn't yeah. get them under. You know it. You notice that wasn't mentioned. I didn't mention diatomaceous sir. Sure. There's a reason for that, Meta. Well, he, he did have some success with it, but not. Uh, no? Okay. <laughs> you, well, you, know, you, you have success with it when you mix it seven. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a carrier, more of a carrier than it yeah. is a, an active uh, but if control. But if you know how that works, it's kind of a sadistic way to oh. kill a pillbug because it's they crawl across it uh, and it scratches their du- pu- uh, stomachs and their enterals fit uh, spill out oh. so it's a tough way to go poor pillbugs talking about but, but he's got to be stupid enough to keep walking in uh, <laughs> oh, well, sometimes they turn around it. and walk the other direction i don't know oh okay <laughs> Donald, I don't know where this is going. So, well, well, they, did you get the answer you needed? Using, yeah, using the slug and snail bait is uh, is a good route to go too, because I, I kind of suspect there's other insects involved in the. Oh, okay. In, well, I, and the I, I I see too the the bait. The hope is that they eat it on the way to your plant. 
Whereas, say, the seven dust, they actually have to ingest that, which means they have to eat part of your plant before they're going to die. So good luck. I don't know. I just, I just, thank worry, you, Don. I just worry about their guts spilling you, out over the You take the care. You're so, you're so kind. <laughs> All right. So, so Milton, Milton yes. you had a complaint. What's that? You had a complaint that uh, you're not saying the the phone number often enough. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. We've had complaints that I say it too much, but I'll go back. 210. Well, this is the other direction. 308-8867. 210-308-8867. Give us a call and be a part of the show. 210. You, no, you mean somebody called in and said we're not giving the phone number often enough? Well, they wanted the phone number, and I don't know it off the top of my head. Uh, so, oh, okay. Uh, then, they, then they hung up before the girl could get back. I can't uh, understand it. I'll get Grace you. does not know the phone number uh, all these okay. years. Yeah, he doesn't have to. Two, yeah, he doesn't call the show. Running, he, he, he doesn't. Joe. We can't remember. I think, <laughs> I, I think the couple times that, uh, that I had to call in, I really didn't because Milton had the guy in the – yeah, he had me. a call. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. All right. It's like, it's like you knowing your that. own phone number. You know, you don't. You, no, you don't call. No. <laughs> All right, so let's see. What else is uh, going on today? You've got a, a lot of great stuff. We talked about the blood drive. Yep, yep we got blood Roy. On, oh, we got Roy with a pill bug med- remedy at Uh-oh. 210-308-8867. Roy, what's going on? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing, Roy? Thank you for having me on the show. I'm very good. Thank you for asking. I've been killing pill bugs, I mean melting them, with cannabis stems cut into one-inch pieces thrown out in the infestation area. Wow. <laughs> All you got to do is order some cannabis stems, cut them up, throw them out, and you'll see them attack it, and they will literally melt. Their little bodies will melt. That's kind of rough on people that are using that. Is there all right? Enters, enters, uh, well, melting. I, maybe there's some more story. They then they this is they new, eat the pill bugs. No. This is new to us, Roy. So what do you use it around? Anything that's pill bugs on. No, I know, but I don't know if he just uses it in general, or if he's got plants he's trying to protect. Or Roy, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm just listening to you guys. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, what do you use it to protect? It's just, you know, hemp stems. No, no, no. But you're, what are you protecting with it? How about if I ask it that way? Yeah. It's uh, just raw hemp stem cut up into one-inch pieces. Okay. When it, When is the last time you had some of that raw? Well, I guess I would say about four months ago when I started doing it three years ago, and I had a problem with the house I bought 18 years ago, and I didn't know. I, I tried every kind of bait, and nothing really worked as well as as Hemp this. Huh. <laughs> okay. And, and, it's, and it's organic. Yeah. yeah. But I'm worried about what it's doing to our stomachs now that we're using it so much. What? All I know is it has a very fatal reaction on pill bugs. I mean, hey. you'll see them all clumped together, melted as one. Okay. Well, that, that's yeah. a that's another reason to okay. legalize him. Well, he's, he's buying it legally. Uh, yeah. We don't know that. Oh, we don't know that? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I assume he is. <laughs> you know what happens when you assume uh, something better? Okay. Well, thank you, Roy. Uh, <laughs> 
Yes, sir. Like like they've always said, cannabis ropes are the best rope you can buy. So, you know, oh, it's yeah. good for all kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, and you can smoke the rope. That's smoke also the rope. what I've heard. Smoke the rope. I haven't heard that. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Roy. Have a nice day, gentlemen. You too, man. Thanks for calling. We've got some smart listeners. Yeah, I wonder where he read that. That was No, a, he's, I think he observed it. No, I think he... You think he's actually... Yeah, I think somebody suggested well, it was okay. organic control. No, he was talking about 18 years ago when he moved into his new house. And, yeah. and over six years and 12 years. Oh. We've got smart listeners. So. Yeah. Okay. You've got to listen to them, Milton. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Blood drive going on today. Lions Club, Lions Club. Is, is here today doing the screenings. Did you get another screening, Trace? Uh, no, because they told me I was twenty twenty. Oh, okay. You're, you're just, well, you know, so you just took that and that's it. You're gonna. Uh, and then I, I let them figure out what for my reading glasses. I let right. them figure out what it was roughly, and then they they handed me some reading glasses. Is it better with this one or is it better than with this one? No. Oh, okay. So I narrowed it down, and that's what I buy now. Yeah, they're they're great too. Great folks, and are they doing a? Uh, you have some people sitting over there. Yeah, they're, so they're talking to people. Okay. Um, Having them go back. Uh, Good. That's smart. I'm, I'm hoping that they're getting some new members out of this, too. Yeah, that'd be great. And then the blood drive has, I think, two vehicles? Or one. Just the one. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't tell. Oh, I guess the other one was the Lions Club. It was the screen. Correct. Yeah, okay. All righty. Well, let's see. What else can we talk about? Well, uh, we? Fiesta medals. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. All right. So we got our 2023 Fiesta medals in. Oh, good. And they are twelve ninety nine, and we have some previous years' uh, yeah medals, so uh, three years, including the lost year. And uh, we thought it'd kind of be neat to if they buy one this year's at full price, they have their choice; they can get one of the older varieties for free. Oh, good. Hmm. Yeah, when does Fiesta start? <laughs> Next okay. month. That's yeah, I just I'm trying to remember. All right. Well, another another topic that we talked quite a bit about, but uh, still a lot more to say is the roses. The, we've got the all the the hybrid teas, but plus we've got the old fashioned and tough modern roses out there too. Uh, that and that's what we wrote about in the article uh, today. Is uh, <coughs> What, uh, how, how easy it is to grow, and identified about uh, ten roses, which we've talked about a lot, mm-hmm. including the Belinda Dream uh, and uh, Mutabilis. Uh, Grandma's yellow. No, I, 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 yeah. I don't think I, saw, I think I sold them all. The gra- I think I sold all the grandmas. Okay. Oh. And I know I sold all the Peggy Martins. Oh, good. Uh, that's a shame. Are you getting any more grandmas in? Because we have a we have a grandma report. <laughs> so I don't I don't have an answer. Okay, we uh, someone who someone called me. Their her I think her name was Laura, and she said the grandmas oh not grandmas yellow the Belinda's dream yeah uh, smelled great. It does. I couldn't smell it. It was sad. You, you don't smell good, Milton. I don't yeah. smell that good. I used to smell better. You like to say that, don't you, <laughs> All right. I finally got to use it on him instead of yeah. the other way around. Yeah. 
All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and more guests on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Okay. Hey, if you're looking there. for... What's that? Uh-oh. Uh, uh, there's Jerry's... Never more, never more. Uh, Jerry's... Uh, oh, yeah. Wounded. Yeah. <laughs> wounded... Uh, Grackle? Grackle. And he was up there uh, harvesting some of the insects in the corner of the oh. the, the, the roof. All right. Well, listen, if you've got uh, nasty little critters running around your house, I don't know. I know Warren knows about pill bugs. Maybe uh, he does. Well. He does, but he, he said he didn't know about the hemp stuff. He did? I don't He's know. He's already said that? Yeah. Okay. So, but he does Even Even... He can learn stuff from listening to this show. Okay, I'll have to ask him more details later. But <laughs> he does know how to get rid of all kinds of nasty bugs around your house, from roaches to spiders to ants, termites, uh, ro- uh, rats, rodents, stuff like that. If you've got problems with that, you need to call the problem solver. That's Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Uh, and uh, they'll be happy to help you because that's what Spider-Man does. When you go to his website, GoSpiderManPest.com, you will see all kinds of great reviews on the website. And you can tell the little theme of those reviews. One is that they've been with him a long, long time. And two, how happy they, they are. And three, they'll talk about how he solved their problem. So if you want your problem solved, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control is the answer. 210 210- Six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. All right. Remember, two, he's got the good stuff. He's got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, organic and synthetic. He said, "I know you don't." Well, it's, it's that's the cool thing about <laughs> Spider Man. He's going to talk to you, and you, and he's going to come to your house, and you're going to go. No, he doesn't talk. He doesn't talk well, to me anymore. <laughs> we we know that at least one organic product, Jerry. Uh, Condones, uh, BT. Oh yeah, that's that's at least as effective as even uh, even uh, the commercial people. Yeah, yeah, it's right. more effective than uh, Isn't the, uh, manufactured. Uh, there yeah. you go, manufactured products. Hey, I forgot to give out the number two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. Give him a call. Hey, how about right. about? I thought I was all, uh, rid of my roaches. And the other day, I uh, had the door, back door open, and uh, so it's so cool and everything. Yeah, it's nice. Letting that fresh air. And I looked over, and a roach ran in oh, from outside. No. Well, that's better than that, that devil. Than the skunk coming in, though. I've, I've pretty well made a pet out of that stuff. Yeah, he came in did. last night. Oh, your skunk did? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, put the, I put the cat food right out at, at the door. At the at the door and leave the door, 
because uh, I want to get the cats tamed. And uh, and I looked up about 11:30. Comes in late, or she. But uh, I looked over there, and there was the skunk again, which scares the hell out of me. And so I'd I'd sit there and watched him eat for a little while. Did he? How did he react to you? Just kind of half ignore you? Did no, ignore me. Yeah. This is a real young skunk. Uh-huh. No. And so <laughs> I I didn't dropped. complain about what you were feeding him. No, or no, he liked that cat food. Yeah. But uh, then uh, uh, I moved something on the counter, and he kind of went uh-huh. out. I said, well, that's good. He's gone. In a minute, in about uh, two minutes, he came back mm. and started eating again. Hmm. So I think I could pet him, keep him, keep him as a pet. Oh, you He's beautiful. He's a beautiful thing. Remember, grab him by the tail. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to convince Jeremy to do that. Oh. Uh, but he's had some bad experiences with skunks. Has he? But uh, I, I, I think I'm going to um, uh, domesticate this skunk. But Good luck. <laughs> and then I'll get Jeremy to pick him up by his tail, which they say they won't spray you if you pick him up by the tail. This one gardener said that. Yeah. But uh, anyway, he, he they're cute little things. When they're well, eating and everything. Tell Jeremy it's on behalf of science. We're I, trying know to, it. I know it. I know it. I got that from a very reputable garden person that uh, said that she, when she was walking through a garden and yeah. a skunk gets in the pathway, she just reaches down, picks him up by his tail, and moves him off the path. Hmm. She'd never been, never been sprayed. Hmm. I don't know if she's passed yet or not. <laughs> but anyway... Okay. I don't even remember where she was from. But, uh, yeah, those, those skunks are cute. Uh, uh, good news from yes, Calvin. Sir. says, at, after the latest spell of 40-degree temperatures in the morning, it would be a reasonable plan. be a reasonable plan. He's he not saying that it's not going to happen. To plant most of your tomato transplants, keep a few in reserve for a post-April 1st planting in case we are subjected to more cold weather or more more likely subjected to more winds and hail. Those hails that have wiped gardeners out here came in April, first part of April, Mm. especially in in the hill country. They're notorious. Uh, one of the most enjoyable times of my life was when I went back to Hill Country, Rock Rock Springs, and uh, up in that in that area. Uh, I had been there about a week before and preached uh, how important it is to keep that uh, grow web or uh, cloth covering around your plants. And... Uh, and some said, the hell got all my tomatoes. Can I, can I replant? See, that's what people ask. Well, <laughs> the problem is in mid-April, you can't get transplants anymore. They quit doing transplants. So uh, you better protect, especially if you're in the hill country. I would if I could find them. So I will, but I haven't been available yet. All right, 210-308-8867. 
210-308-8867. So be sure to don't don't pull your cloth off just yet. Grow up. You know, uh, oh, the cloth? Yeah. Because and be sure to anchor your cages. Because the cages don't do any good in a tree uh, after one of those high winds. Mm-hmm. How how are we doing on the uh, Lady Banks? Uh, there's still about 30. Because uh, are they, let's see, mine are just, uh, mine are kind of at the end of the bloom period. They are. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, if you're uh, interested in Lady Banks rolls, we uh, wrote about it today in, with along with the other tough modern and old-fashioned roses. It's really kind of an interesting uh, plant. Only blooms t- about three weeks in the spring compared to the other ones we're talking about that uh, the metabolists and others that grow that bloom over six six months. Belinda's dream. Uh, all the others that, that I've, I've seen metabolists bloom. 13 months out of the year. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Ruth, that's that's a long that's a long bloom. I was I was reading in a in a, a book too about the they were talking about the metabolists and said it was uh, grew to six foot tall, and I was looking at looking at one that was I swear was about 12 foot tall. They they, they really will they over there at. Uh, uh, Let's see. Over, the, I was trying to think of what that that area, Sunset sta- Station or the where the train station. Yeah, Sunset Station. Yeah, and they had they had some growing in the behind the buildings there that were just huge, and grew and bloomed into the winter. And uh, I hadn't seen them and seen seen them uh, since the COVID started, but before that, that was just. An amazing performance on those uh, roses. So, but you might you might want to want to look at them. And these are ro- these are roses that you don't have to spray. Uh, you don't have to prune on a regular basis. Um, and so they're they're easy easy to grow. They're beautiful, and a few of them, Belinda's dream and. Yeah, the grandma's yellow. Yeah, Mrs. Dudley Cross make great uh, cut cut flowers and bouquets and everything. So, uh, lot, lots of choices. Yeah, get that article in the uh, Express News and, and take a look at them. We write, wrote up about uh, eight or nine of, uh, of the ro- the ro- roses in that category. I think Milberger's has uh, most of them. Uh, available so you might want to take a look at the plant but most of them are about six foot tall and uh, six foot around so a reasonable plant to uh, grow and uh, put in a, in a sunny part of your landscape all right 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 Where'd you Where'd you run off to? Well, that lady came up here off the mics and uh, said, "Where Where did I say those 968s were?" Oh my goodness! <laughs> and I said, 
It's the first row of tomatoes behind us here. Yeah. And she looked at the front of the row, and there was another variety at the front of the row, but uh, then she worked her way to the back and found them. Oh, good. Okay. Because there's, so, there's a lot of them there. Oh, good. But, but don't she, wait. She had that look in her eyes. She wasn't leaving when she got that 968. Did you tell her she has to save seed? <laughs> she's pretty dedicated. I bet Good. she's a, a, a listener to our radio. She must be. All right, 210-308-8867. Don't forget, going on today here at Mill Burgers, we've got the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center uh, here, and it's important to give blood. And uh, they've got a $10 gift certificate for you for Mill Burgers just for going through the process. So even if for some reason uh, you're unable to give, um, the fact that you uh, went through the process, with, they're going to thank you. And then, of course, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has nice gifts for you, too. The uh, Lions Club is here. They're doing vision screenings. That's part of their mission. So uh, you can come on out and uh, take advantage of that, too. It's uh, called Kids Site, but apparently, according to Trace, and he, he went ahead and did it, uh, they're okay with adults, too. So if you haven't had a, if there is some reason you haven't had a vision screening and would like one, uh, no cost, then the Lions Club can help you here today. So I was looking. There's some, some deal that uh, you get a $5 gift certificate. If you get your eyes screened. No, I, haven't, I didn't see that. I wrote it down. I okay. It I, I'll go look, but I don't remember that. All right. Yeah, get somebody that can see so yeah, that they can find it. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. You were talking about the uh, weather a little bit, so I was going to take a look at the forecast. Uh, we got uh, our rain gauge uh, after the rains yesterday <laughs> and stuff said uh, three-quarters of an inch. Ooh, wow. I know. Now, that may be a little bit of an accumulation, too. I don't know, though. Yeah. Because we've had, that was a nice, uh, had some nice little wet incidences throughout the week. Well, we got a, uh, I, I learned a little lesson. I got, I planted my tomatoes, and then I, I got busy, and it, and it just finished raining. And so today I just made a, you know, and I, I had that uh, medical situation, and then so I just thought I'd go check on them. And the, even after that rain you talked about, they had uh, kind of wilted. Uh, so even even if they're uh, in good shape and uh, got a good, relatively good uh, root system in a large, relatively large uh, uh, container. You still gotta watch those newly transplanted and get, get make sure they get some some water. And part of my issue is that the soil in the raised bed garden is uh, pretty heavy. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And so it uh, penetrates. And then in the on a lot of containers, it's just the opposite. It's, yeah. It's so well drained. <laughs> well drained makes it great, but you also have to be on top of getting it we got to take a quick break we're back in a moment on 9 30 a.m the answer we're back with Millburgers gardening south texas once again dr jerry parsons dr calvin finch milton glick and your calls on 9 30 a.m the answer 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Are you talking about that cart? Were you wobbling the cart? or the? Huh? I heard you say, wow. Were you talking yeah. about their cart full of stuff? Yeah, they got some beautiful color. Top heavy. Yeah. yeah. All right. 210-308-8867, the number to call. And don't forget, just another reminder, the South Texas Home and Garden Show, just uh, going on today. I forget. I think it's from 5 till 5. So it uh, be a fun thing to do if you're near, and it'd be a fun thing to do to hop in the car and roll over there. If you see Elaine, you say hi for us. So she was talking about how Calvin was willing to charge a fee? Yeah. You know you're getting Calvin in trouble. <laughs> she thought it was funny. <laughs> but So Calvin got credit for it. Uh, maybe I'll get the $10, okay? Maybe so. I don't know. I have to see if anybody heard it and wanted to pay. <laughs> but anyway, I got a question for me or Calvin. Me? You. Why me? Because <laughs> it concerns a subject that we've talked about quite a bit in the last few months. All right. But you can't see it now. There you go. What? Okay. Question is the dog. Does mistletoe harm a tree? If so, how can I eliminate it? That's Neil. Um, Neil got a question like that. Oh, okay. Made me think of you, Milton. Wow. Mistletoe is a parasite. Yeah. So it does weaken a tree. However, there is no spray that will kill it without harming the host tree. Well, did you tell him no, about No, it your... says it weakened the tree. But he also says there's no spray that will kill it without harming the host tree. Did you tell him about baking soda? <laughs> no, that's ball moss. Oh, you're right. That is ball moss. <laughs> Your best bet is to prune it out just as it gets started. If you let it grow for a couple years, it becomes thoroughly entangled with the branches, conducting tissues, and therefore much harder to remove. You remember? See, it, it, if you let it uh, along for a couple of years, it must. It's a parasite, so it must kill the tree. That's not what so they said. So there's mistletoe and yeah. a lot of mus- mesquite right. trees. And it's yeah. really yeah. tough on the mistletoe. If the tree's dead, <laughs> what can it do? Yeah, this, this tree in front of us situation. looks horrible. We can't even see the mistletoe through all the green leaves. Yeah. Yeah, it just looks terrible. And I wish it was bare with mistletoe. mistletoe still hanging in. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> I'm sure. I just can't really see it. Where? Where is it? <laughs> it's on that little limb. Oh, I see down. it. Yeah, there it yeah. is. Okay. But uh, he says, so it does weaken a tree somewhat. Yeah, that that sounds uh, pretty where, vague. Where another, can that be proven? Yeah, I don't know. That's another one of those uh, uh, <laughs> logical log, logical specula- speculations there. There's a. <laughs> I don't know if the mistletoe does anything for the tree, but I remember back in my college day, we studied a phenomenon known as... A what now? <laughs> well, a... Uh, phenomenon? Some... Symbiotic relationship. Ooh. Where both parties produce oh. something. Oh, okay. They, they benefit from they each benefit other. They benefit you, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know if mistletoe is weak. It, it, it would be hard to evaluate a weakened tree. 
Yeah, because there's so so many factors that yeah, water, (laughs) everything. Your best bet is to prune it out just as it gets started. No. The best bet is to cut pieces of the mistletoe and try to spread it to other limbs of the tree. Mm-hmm. And that way you will have a green tree, which otherwise would be look dead all winter. So you need to write Neil a nasty email and explain to him that. Well, I, I thought I got so much I got to write him about. I just mm-hmm. it bothers I, I, me. I thought Jerry was going to to assign that uh, mistletoe uh, to the same the marijuana. Cut yeah, cut it into little pieces and throw it out there. There you go. Um, I thought you were going to talk about your bluegrass, which looks it does grow back quickly. Oh yeah, we we have a house in our uh, neighborhood that has it, and they cut it last week, and now it's like pretty and green again. It's nice green though. It does look green, but (laughs) well, and it looks good when it's mowed. Oh yeah, yeah. Is That's it, all we're claiming, Bill. Is it? Does it hurt the uh, Saint Augustine underneath it? Mine doesn't have Saint Augustine underneath. That's it. not what I asked you. They, <laughs> they, they, they do. So well, since you bring that up, yes. Oh dear. <laughs> how do you? How are we going to fertilize our lawns this year that are non-existent? You mm. know, Milberg's got uh, their nineteen. Uh-oh. Look at you. That looks real. What did he get you? Uh, Columbine. Uh, Texas Gold Columbine. Oh, wow. It's got the right leaf. The green leaf buddies are growing, and I trust them. Uh, green leaf grows. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And a uh, gallon so, container only okay, $12.99. So what is this? This is Texas Gold Texas Columbine? Texas Gold is. Columbine. The, it's and, a Texas superstar. And I re- if I remember... The best thing to do is to grow it near a deciduous tree? Yeah, That's under a deciduous tree. What's that? That's what I would do. Okay, and Pecan. then why is that? Pecans work well. Milton, you know what a deciduous tree is? Yes. It's, uh, <laughs> just asking. Yes. <laughs> I, and I don't care what religion the tree is, personally. Uh. Apparently, some people do. Uh, <laughs> so it's a tree that, that, but it, that but loses it its leaves in the fall, winter. Yes, sir. Okay, and then it has mistletoe on it. And then every five minutes, Jerry talks about how lovely the mistletoe looks. <laughs> but other than that, yes. And it hasn't killed the tree, though. So in the fall, in the winter, when it's cooler and the sun's not quite as bright, I guess, it's that's right. It's, it's, it's happy. And then in the summer, when it's hot and stuff, it's in shade. It's, it's in shade, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, people Good always, explanation. Thank you. <laughs> people always say, well, it's got to be tough. And drought tolerant and everything else because it grows in Big Bend National Park. Okay. And everybody knows that's hot and dry out there. Except if it's growing in a mud puddle. Yeah. In a well, in it, a it, it growing stream. in a little stream. Yeah. Bad. That's where all the uh, plant types are. In in the either the banks are actually in the stream. You know where they have little outcroppings. And water all around it. You know, I used to go there every spring break, and I can't remember ever seeing that plant. No. Oh, really? You know, I I look for stuff like that. Huh. (laughs) I did find the goat to drink beer, but uh, Uh. that's about all I found. (laughs) 
That's yeah. neat. What did y'all did y'all go canoeing and stuff? No, we just went four four wheel driving through the park. Oh, okay. <laughs> every, every spring break. Well, unless you went into the river bottoms or the stream. Well, I did that too, probably not uh, <laughs> legally, but I did do that. What? Oh, that's legal. Okay. Well, I did it. Don't don't collect any seed. Or well, no, I was, I felt lucky to get back across. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they're they're very shallow, but uh, anyway, that's that's where they grow out there. The uh, also Neil. No, no. Recommended Neil. how to grow tomatoes. Pick, pick on Neil Day. <laughs> well, it's how to grow tomatoes. This is this has uh, uh, been the condition for forty years that I've been here. Did, did he put a see Jerry's article dot dot dot? Yeah, no. <laughs> I guess not. And he says, uh, choose only small to mid-sized varieties, large types like big boy and beefsteak. Are those on our recommended plant list? Not for San Antonio. Not for San Antonio. Good going, Milton. They won't set fruit when temperatures exceed 90 degrees in late May and after. Hmm. Yeah. They may only yield five to six fruit per plant. Smaller types will yield many pounds. Large heirloom tomatoes are notably, noticeably poor producers. And all that's true. So you're saying I can't grow Cherokee purple? <laughs> yeah, no, what about no, Cherokee purple? You don't purple? dare say that because it's one uh, used to win our uh, yeah. tomato contest. Almost, almost every one. Mm-hmm. A large fruit. Until Tycoon started. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, yeah, pretty much. They, uh, and so it, only large types like Big Boy and Beefsteak won't set fruit. And so I got to looking through... The rodeo tomatoes, the list of rodeo tomatoes, and see how many uh, were large types. Well, Tycoon's large. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or can be. Merced was large. Starting with Sun Pride tomato, Green Magic, no, that's broccoli, Jackpot tomato, and Amelia. Didn't we have some discussion about Amelia? Yeah, there's Amelia here. There's Amelia here? Yeah. I didn't know if I still had it or not. Yeah, there's some. <laughs> okay. That was 204. My rodeo tomato 204. And I I thought Amelia was so good. Uh I put it on uh, 205 as well and got and chastised. That's, that's when I got chewed out by a number of gardeners that didn't want to go to the same tomato over and over and over. They wanted a new large fruited tomato. So I le- kind of learned my lesson. On that one. You sure? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just about that. <laughs> solar yeah, just fi- about that. The solar fire in 06, Top Gun to- Tomato in 07. Krista. Krista Tomato in 08. I can't find those little ones. I mean, those big ones. Uh, Phoenix mm. and then Tycoon 211. Mm, Tycoon was big. Yeah, yeah, all of these are big. Okay. Uh, BHN 602. Uh, that's big, I'm sure. Tigress. Valley Cat, 14. Bobcat, 15. Red Deuce, 16. 
and uh, then uh, uh, 1823, 17, Sunbright, 218, okay. Two, 220 is a red snapper, <laughs> but all of those are large fruited tomatoes for were chosen were chosen mainly to uh, as heat setters. In fact, some of them, the early ones, uh, had sun in them, like uh, solar fire is one. And then uh, they actually had uh, uh, Sun Pride 2001. And so for a while there, they were actually putting sun in the name yeah. to uh, indicate that they could set fruit in hotter weather. But the neat thing about these are they're determinant and uh, are semi-determinant. And so that means they lose their leaves. They're producing before <laughs> <laughs> they're producing before uh, the really hot weather gets here. Now he's right that the hot weather when it gets extremely hot, then uh, all tomatoes uh, quit producing. But also the the spider mites are producing at double the population every three days. So uh, that's uh, and it, the interesting thing about this, like I said, it's been going on for 40 years. But uh, when the people at A and M, and I'm talking about the administrators at A and M, mm. would want tomatoes every spring, guess where they'd come to get them. Your garden? Over here. Oh, okay. Over here. And so <laughs> the, the deal going around uh, A&M is that the uh, uh, tomatoes, oh, no, t- tomatoes cause, the, uh, cause them to build a new horticulture building over there, multi-million dollar horticulture building, because the, the powers that be or some of the people that were wanting those tomatoes. And I didn't say I wasn't going to bring them if we didn't get a horticulture beer. I wouldn't be that brass, would I? Yes. Oh. But anyway, uh, but the reason Neil can't recommend those varieties is because he hadn't got a producer, a plant producer, that would grow those varieties for him, Hmm. like we do. Uh, I was talking to Steve George, uh, who's a Chinese pistache man, but uh, I was talking to him, and I said, when he went to Dallas, I said, are you going to do the same thing in Dallas that we did in San, we do in San Antonio? He said, no, because I don't have a grower like you have in oh, San wow. Antonio. Hmm. So between the nurseries buying the recommended varieties and the producer producing the recommended varieties. That's good for the home gardener and also good for the commercial growers. Let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, featuring music from 1978. 
45th anniversary celebrated today, and uh, this is the last weekend of the big celebration. Hey, uh, don't forget, when you come to Millburgers, check out the uh, Tree Hugger Sprinkler. Tree Hugger Sprinkler is a perfect tool to help you get that tree established or keep that tree healthy and happy that you've had for a long time with this weather that we're having and the drought. Tree Hugger Sprinkler is an efficient way to water. Uh, with a, uh, It's a hard plastic sprinkler that has a little hinge on it. So you open it up, and then you close it or hug it around the tree. So it sits there right at the base, and then you turn it up just a little bit with the water, and that water goes sufficiently right there into the root ball. And uh, you turn it up a little more, and it'll go toward the drip line. Uh, three different sizes of the Tree Hugger Sprinkler. It is the 7-inch, the 11-inch, and the 15-inch. And uh, you can find them here at Mill Burgers at, and then at uh, HEB as well. You can learn more about the winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award for Best New Product at TreeHuggerSprinkler.com. That's TreeHuggerSprinkler.com. Great tool to have in your uh, gardening arsenal. All right, 210-308-8867, 210 Eighty-eight, sixty-seven. What else is going on, gentlemen? Uh, continuing reading uh, Neil's "How to Grow Good Tomatoes." Uh, <laughs> feed with high nitrogen or even all nitrogen fertilizer, half or more of the nitrogen slow relief form, unless soil, tell, soil test recommends something different. No. Don't do a soil test. Okay. Just you, you can use 1959 slow release fertilizer, which is on sale mm-hmm. or for sale now. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, now, and that's uh, that's the best all-purpose uh, fertilizer that you can use. Uh, it, but anyway, uh, so just keep a bag. Around the garage, uh, keep it well sealed, and you can use it for side dressing and everything else. And you can almost use copious amounts. No, oh. uh, because uh, it's 50% slow release. When when that first slow that first slow release came on the market, uh, again we we would give the amount to use. You know, how many cups full and all that kind of stuff. And I got a feeling that most people didn't measure it out Hmm. in gardens. So they would just put it on till I could see something white. (laughs) Uh, Which was probably too much. But uh, it it works because 50% of it is only available at the time that you apply uh, so that slow release fertilizer is the way to go. And I saw something, uh, I'll have to find it, but uh, Neil recommended that those fertilizers are good for everything. You know, uh, for years, people, there's been a company that uh, has sold uh, rose food and uh, apple tree food and pecan food and no nineteen five nine will take care of the roses and the trees and the shrubs and the, everything you can mention so you don't have to buy a special fertilizer 
for every special play. Okay. And uh, let's see. Yeah. But we don't have to have a soil test to figure that out. What is it you recommend? Uh, uh, ten, ten linear feet every. No, t ten. Half ten cup. cups uh, for every hundred square feet. Okay. For a rough, for ge getting a, a a garden area prepared. Yeah. Gen generally, like when we were doing the potting up the tomatoes, that's what we, and that. We had that flexibility because of that uh, slow-release lawn fertilizer. And you got, a, you got a relatively quick dose of, of nitrogen, and then you got uh, a, a dose over like three or four months when, when it was uh, released. And uh, an efficient way to go, an environmentally yeah. appropriate way yeah. to go, too. And uh, it it protects those who use a lot of more fertilizer than they should. Uh, <laughs> we we protects the plants too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not less. That's why we pulled off of recommended ammonium sulfate, which is a fast, all of its fast relief, quick release. But in the fall, we need a all release fertilizer, if you would. So uh, to feed the grass that we once had, kind of memorial feeding, Milton. Mm. Kind of like throwing a TV dinner on a gravesite. You know, I mean, it's kind of bad. But anyway, the uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, I, I didn't get back to asking Calvin about how to fertilize the roses. Our dead, our dead and dying lawn. Mm. Because I look at my neighbor's yard and I look at my yard, there's some places that we've got remnants of the old, of the grass left, St. Augustine. It seems like uh, under my neighbor in my neighbor's yard, it's under trees. It's been thinned because they haven't been watered, but it's still sending up sprouts now. And then of course out in the sun. It's bare as my beautiful bottom, Milton. I mean, it's bare. I don't want to think about it. You don't want to see that? Bare? <laughs> I grew those myself. <laughs> yeah. Nobody believes me. I know. I did not. I, uh, <laughs> they came from the Poteet people. So but Poteet does a good job. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, that, getting back on that strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Like I said, uh, Dr. Stein and I used to judge the strawberry festival in Poteet. And uh, when they would put up their display berries to be judged, you could always tell whether it was a true Poteet strawberry. Because? Because it had sand on it. Oh, okay. You, you crunch sand. These were rinsed off, Mary. But, <laughs> but he... he oh, okay. But... <laughs> Milton, Milton cheated on Mary me. said there was still a little crunch to it. Uh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Milton cheated and he watered. <laughs> he watered. <laughs> Did you have a question? Did you? Yeah. Oh, straight, straight there. And there's one in the back. Okay. We get that question. That's an important question. That's probably our most popular question. <laughs> uh, but anyway, where were we? Oh yeah. Uh, 
you, they they have a, they grow their strawberries on sandy soil, and uh, but they don't wash them. They don't. If you wash them, they begin to deteriorate. Yeah, that's so the the growers. Uh, you usually don't water their showberries, so to speak. Oh, okay. But well, and yeah, somebody said at the station, if you're going to rinse them off, rinse them off right before you eat them. Don't, yeah. Don't rinse them off and like put them in the refrigerator. Yeah, wet, wet. yeah, yeah. That's what, and that's probably what the strawberry growers would have to do. They would rinse them, and then put them in a cooler to keep them fresh. Oh, okay. And that deteriorates them. You can tell every flat that's been done that way. Mm. And that's not a winner. What about from for the home person who? Oh yeah. Buys them at H E B or something. I, w- I would rinse them right before I eat them. Okay. Uh, I'm now, now Milton has a long history of wrenching his fruit off, especially the stuff that I give him. Mm-hmm. Uh, to his lovely old mother. With, I sent with, her some blackberries. With, yeah, with bitter bugs on them. Well, I thought I'd gotten all those on. out. They were crawling all over. <laughs> you didn't even try. <laughs> there must have been hundreds of them in that little container. <laughs> and they were all black. You could not see them yeah, they, you unless could, they moved. Well, you when certainly moved, could, you could taste them even when they, w- they were gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. They left their remnant <laughs> flavor there. <laughs> yep. To bring back fond memories, Milton? No. Uh, <laughs> I always try to get Milton to eat a bug or something. Yeah. And I figured and this Jerry one. looks so disappointed. <laughs> Why did you give those to your mother? Because uh. they had pills of uh, bigger bugs all over them. <laughs> oh, that's okay. She would have liked them. It was hard for me to get that. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. Uh, but Neil talks about uh, be a, the, using using a frost cloth long after these uh, danger of freezes has passed in the San Antonio extension demonstration. They show that a picture he had. The cloth maintains warm temperatures, but not too hot temperatures, hmm. as it protects against spread of insects and diseases. Uh, it also, like we've talked about earlier, also protects against unexpected hail and unexpected yeah. wind. But also be sure to uh, anchor those cages down because they don't do any good in the top of the trees. Uh, the, the interesting thing about the insects and diseases uh most insects and diseases that come into the garden fly in. Yeah. And uh, the reason we actually started recommending this uh, grow web or uh, cloth, uh, frost cloth pro, uh, cover is because of uh, spread of uh, uh, tomato spotted wilt virus, which devastated a lot of our plants when it came in and it was spread by aphids which uh, would spread it would fly in and they'd have the disease in their bodies and uh, they would once they fed on the plant uh, the plant would have uh, tomato spotted wilt virus which looked just like a, a regular virus 
well, I guess it is a regular visor, but it look, looks like uh, been ex uh, exposed to uh, 24D or herbicide damage. And it took us several months to figure out what in the hell was doing that because I, unfortunately, I had to, <laughs> I had to blame my my girl, uh, Ms. Uh, Wilbur Nethery, up in Junction for our manure. It looked just like uh, that uh, herbicide damage that you get out of it. Picklerium. Yeah, it looked just like that. And all all tomatoes were all the tomatoes were affected, and uh, I just couldn't imagine that a uh, aphid uh, was doing that. But uh, they, we narrowed it down. That's what it did it. Now later on, uh, the plant breeders came up with resistant varieties of those, which we immediately transferred over to. But. Uh, and he says, if birds are pecking fruit, this this shocks me about Neil. If birds are pecking fruit as it starts to ripen, or if sunscald is ruining the quality harvest and harvest, or harvest the fruit just as it starts to change colors. You cannot, uh, let's see, you can also harvest the birds that are eating the fruit. A BB gun or uh, uh, so you you added pellet this, gun. What's that? He added the bird thing. Yeah, I think okay. so. Would I add yeah. something to Renil's stuff? Yes. Re reading heartbeat. reading between the lines. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So I have a question. He says change color. Are we talking going white? Or are we talking about going pink? On the counter. What now? I got two different. What, well, what were you when, asking? When he says uh, changing colors, you mean going a little white <laughs> or going a little pink? Just the change. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a big a difference. Well, not necessarily. If it, it, why, why couldn't it just be the change? Does it have to be a specific color? Because I, I, I think you can... Well, does, it, does the yellow go from white to yellow? And, or is it some, some, some kind some, of some lemon sometime. yellow first? <laughs> I think you can sometimes it'll go from yellow or sometimes it goes... White, I think. I don't. I don't think it's clear which which one is the is the one that. Well, uh, that, that's why I'm asking. Yeah. I wanted if Jerry's gonna read between the lines. I wanted him to read between those lines too. Yeah, read between those lines, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Let it finish ripening on a towel on the counter. Uh, it will lose no flavor or nutritional value. Nor will the uh, invading sparrows. Right, here we go. Do that no. if you immediately I think dress them out and put them in water in the freezer. I think we said the sparrow or the tomato in the freezer. I don't know. He's just he keeps <laughs> reading between the lines. And good news. I've got some good news that Neil didn't mention. He says, watch for early blight, yellow splotches on the leaves, starting with the bottom leaves first. In mid, mid or late May, use label fungicides as needed. But I will tell you, if we don't start having significant rains, we're not going to have any virus or, or any uh, back, uh, 
fungus, any fungus. Because no rain equals no fungus. No. Even dews, if you had no dews or rain, uh, the leaves are never wet on which the fungus grows. Oh, okay. What if they water overhead? Uh, Well, if if they water... In the early morning, uh, and it dries, the plants dry, until night, uh, they won't have much problem. Uh, Watch for spider mite damage in late May or June. Bottom leaves will start to turn tan. You'll see uh, the almost microscopic mites. The mite is small. Thank you. Uh, if you thump a suspect uh, leaf over white paper, apply a label insecticide as you see them, if you see them. No. Is that not, how do you get rid of spider mites? Mm-hmm. Panic? Huh? <laughs> panic? No, yeah. You file 13 the plant. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Spray the backs of the leaves as tops as well as tops. Now, if you have a big tomato plant, there's no way in hell you can spray the backs of all the leaves. Because you might spray some tops of the leaves, but never the backs. Uh, and Neil recommends, of course, I don't know if I'd recommend this or not, completely remove the first infected plants found as soon as possible. Okay. Remove and destroy them. I concur. Because that's spider mites, they'll they'll come in the hottest part of the year. They multiply faster in over ninety degrees. But uh, then they and usually our prevalent wind is out of the southwest. So look at the plants on the southwest corner of your gardener, and I would imagine that's where the first spider mice are going to appear when you see those things when you see the damage on the leaves and things immediately pull that plant out before they have time to spread to other plants in the garden so how many people do you think respond to that kind of advice i can tell you my wife wouldn't yeah i know especially if it had one if it had one tomato on it she's gonna want that <laughs> one tomato yeah it's it's tough to respond to that and yeah. trace has an easy way to do it if i remember correctly uh yes sir <laughs> so trash bag right over, trash bag right over the top oh we can hear you yeah we hear you just fine you mean, are, is that the va- vacuum cleaner thing? No, no. That's for stink bugs. <laughs> um, so trash bag over the top, cut, uh, all the way down, cut the plant at the bottom, and close up the trash bag. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Real easy. You're not. Only problem is if there's a tomato cage involved. Oh. Mm. Yeah. It's a little tough. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. That, and, Real tough. And, and rake, rake all the... Uh, Leaves and debris up and around the uh, tomato plant uh, and get them because on those leaves, uh, spider mites have uh, got a family, little family on there, a big family. Did I hear you say earlier when it's above 90, their population doubles every three days? Yeah. 
So it's exponential growth? Exponential growth? Yeah. Roughly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... <laughs> All right. You ready to take a break? Yes. Give me a break. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on in your gardening world? Sounds like you're probably over here at Mill Burgers because everybody's over here. If you're looking for 968, where should they go, Trace? Mill Burgers only. Yep. <laughs> Sounds like you won't find them anyplace else, so head on over to Mill Burgers if you're, and save some of those seeds. That's just me saying that. Back go. in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Did he find the 968? Huh? You were watching him. Did he find the... We've had people who are, who are listening to the show and are coming over and getting the 968s that Jerry was talking about. I'm trying to see. Did he get them? I can't see. Oh, yeah, he's getting them now. Oh, really? I think so. I think that's him. Uh, I don't know if you can see them through the yeah, Bougainvillea. Okay. Yeah, so checking them out. if you want to get those 968s, if you've been thinking about it, yeah, uh, we've got them in one-gallon containers. And uh, I've grown mine in bigger containers. And they're, they're, the 968s are very forgiving. Oh, yeah. Because I can be pretty hard on plants, and they just bounce back when, even with me. If I, imagine if I took care of them. <laughs> no, I can't even imagine <laughs> that. I, my son and his... New girlfriend, uh-huh. uh, I guess new, but uh, she wants to start a garden. Okay. In the backyard. Okay. And I, I got a feeling she's kind of like you, Milton, like you were before you married well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and had her take care of the garden. <laughs> but uh, she wanted some plants. And so that's what I'm getting these. Oh, 968. 968 would be a good choice. And also uh, crystal, uh, the one that's Texas Superstar. Uh, Celebrity? No. Crystal? What was Crystal? Oh, no, you're getting, no, 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 he's getting the Ruby Crush. (laughs) Ruby Crush, yeah. Yeah. That's a crystal, isn't it? Uh, Okay. (laughs) Can can we... uh, uh, remind everybody about the uh, uh, milk milkweed program or no, the I don't think so. No. butterfly program no. on the fifteenth. Fifteenth, huh? Okay. Yeah, as here long, at Millburgers. Right. As long as you say they've got the mi- they've got the microbes off of them. Yeah. This this is. Um, <laughs> I don't think you care. Well, I don't ta- want them stinking macro. We'll ha- we have a le- uh, be a lecture on uh, attracting butterflies to your. Uh, garden and of course Millburgers is a perfect example of of uh, that. We've got the certified butterfly garden. We've had all kinds of butterflies here that we talk about. But uh, the le- we have a lecture. In ad- addition to that, we're going to uh, cover one of the the main topics. Will be producing native milkweeds. That that that's turned out to be difficult for gardeners. Um, not not just uh, amateur gardeners, but gar- gardeners, horticulturists, and and all of us have had uh, trouble. And then the the freezing temperatures have de- help, have dealt with it too. But 
we're gonna we're gonna talk about all those issues and we'll uh, we'll have uh, seeds uh, milkweed seeds and probably some no, um, native milkweed plants available and of course here at Millburgers in addition to the certified butterfly garden we have a uh, a large supply, probably the largest supply you're going to find in in the San Antonio area, uh, of the tropical milkweed, which is the uh, top, uh, the the milkweed that has been is the easiest to grow, the most attractive, and we've relied on that. We'd like to uh, also uh, uh, inc- improve our ability to produce the native milkweed. But anyhow, if you want to participate. It'll be on the 15th of April here at Millburgers. Uh, give them a call at the nursery. Can you? Uh, What's mil- that number? 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. And, and be you, patient. We're yeah. cashiers are pretty yeah, busy. Yeah, it's kind of busy. So yeah. And we got uh, we got room for 40 folks and 40. Um, uh, we'll have uh, at least 40, 40 plants uh, to give away. So that's why yeah. we have a, li- a limited number. Uh, and if you have any questions, give us a call uh, at that point, too. So right. anything else, Milton, we should say? No, that's it. Uh, uh, yeah, going to remind you again, we have people coming over who is listening to the show getting that 968. So if they want to get it, they better hurry. Oh, Come I'm, on over to uh, Millburgers. I'm getting real nervous here. I'm hoping I'll make it to the Uh-oh, end of the show. Yeah, I don't know if you will. How many did he say he had? I can't remember. All right, we'll have to. Maybe we'll let you go or just a few seconds early <laughs> so you can go and get your, <laughs> yes. your tomato. And, and then there'll be a uh, uh, Trace will say, why are you yeah, why quitting are you? early? And I say, well, I, I need yeah. access to the BHN 968 tomato. What, yeah. We had somebody else that heard it, heard us talking about it again and came by. They're going to be coming from all over Texas. Yeah. This is cool. Save the seeds. Well, That's all i got to say. If you, if you team, team up with the Ruby Crush and you've got the BHN 968, mm-hmm. you, you can't have, I don't think there, there's two better tasting tomatoes that we can grow, easily grow here in San Antonio. They're wonderful tasting and they're different. That's just, that's an exciting part of it too. You, there's no, there's no uh, mistaking that that they're both the, uh, the same. You know, you can you'd be easy to tell which is which because they have a distinctive taste and and it's a wonderful taste. So, so if you were my wife, would mm-hmm. you want me to bring one home? Oh yes. Okay. Yeah, you better. I better. Yeah. You're asking to ask Calvin. You don't know whether Calvin's talked to her or not. Maybe she's. She may already know. She may already know. She could be listening. She could be. Yep, you better bring one home. Well, I was t- telling uh, Milton that I was getting a little nervous that uh, that would, would nine minutes left in the show. I was yeah. hoping there'd be some left towards the end, but I think we'll be doing all right. Hey, well, it won't be long, though. Uh, did you need Trace? Yeah, You're looking at him. All right. 210-308-8867. Still have a couple minutes left. You can sneak in. 210, they're trying to help a customer out and get them to the right product. Uh, so let's see. Uh, what else should we talk about? Uh, next week, David Rodriguez will be here, and he'll be doing uh, Lawn Care Basics 101. 
Uh, that's a free workshop from Mill Burgers from 10 to 11.30. On that one, you don't need to sign up. Just show up. Um, because, uh, and David gives great information. And David also is really good about staying afterwards and answering questions. Um, so uh, if you've got other... Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You just lock him in that room and then... You, Hold our old yeah. hands and sorry, David. Sorry, David. Got to answer that question about uh, about peach trees. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. But yeah, go to millburgernursery dot com to check on that. That's millburgernursery dot com, uh, and you can learn more about the upcoming workshop on lawn care basics. I don't know if they want right. to plant that tropical milkweed. No, that's this. That's uh, are you? Which which milkweed are you doing? We're going to do the, uh, our plan is the green milkweed, the, um, and we'll do um, uh, the, uh, the, the bloom, the ones that's uh, the bloom, uh, shoot, I'm trying to think, antelope horn, antelope horn, and then the, uh, the one that we, uh, the native milkweed that we, we see here quite a bit. Uh, so there'll be th- there'll be th- uh, three natives in addition to the ex- exotic. Uh, okay, and that one's on the fifteenth. 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 April. And that one you do in need the to morning. Start, that nine, one, yeah, nine o'clock. Nine thirty. Nine thirty to like eleven. And that one you do need to sign up for. So that's uh, that's right to get us uh, get a slot there. Two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. And Calvin's uh, last presentation sold out, so, uh, yep. I thought it was free. What's that? It is free. Oh, I guess oh. that's a poor term. It filled up. There you it go. filled the capacity. And so, I just checked. We do have the list up there. Oh, good. Okay. How many folks do we have? I you know? I didn't ask that. I okay. just made sure the list was there. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just making sure I'm, the list was there. I just this. made sure the list was there. Oh. Okay. Well, Trace, we got a couple minutes left. What are we going to talk about before the end of the show? Anything that you want to bring up? Blood drive Let's and see, we got zinnias. We haven't talked three. about zinnias. We have super six pack zinnias. Yeah. We have dwarf cherry surprise. We got mistflower too, we, haven't we? I believe so. We've got uh, columbine, Texas gold. That's hard to get. Pretty good selection of citrus. Uh, yeah. Great selection still on fruit trees. And a wonderful sale going on right now. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, it's interesting. When you look at the sale, do you need to go or are you okay? No, she's handing me food. Oh, okay. Uh, my, my employees feed me because otherwise I don't. I don't oh, eat. okay. The uh, blue plumbago is on sale. I'm looking for like what people love: foxtail fern, bulbine. Last time bulbine. Last time we had the blue plumbago, you couldn't wheel them in fast enough That's to. True. <laughs> so uh, where I was wondering where they are. Well, they're not blooming. That's why they. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've already gone through h- half of them. So but they, there's a good 300 left out of the six. Uh, split leaf philodendron is popular. Variegated ginger. Yeah, that, yeah, those are all things that got affected by this last winter. So people oh. are wanting to uh, replace. Uh, the six-inch white garden clay saucers. Saucers are gone. Okay. You're, you're reading an old one. Well, that's I, I put a pots are I, still here I though. Look for it. Yeah. But I couldn't find it. I put a question mark. Yep, they're gone. Yep, stepping stones. That was a good yeah, we've got the ha- ironite deal. Yeah, the Ironite. Uh, that's the uh, four for a dollar, four for ten. We still have the in-store special on that fruit tree, organic fruit tree fertilizer. Cause How much was that? That was. Uh, uh, it was like f- four for ten or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, that was a good special uh, too. That's, uh, we were running lean, so it wasn't worth trying to advertise. But we left it as an in-store special. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it yeah. was it was like one eighty eight each or like yeah, like four for five dollars. Yeah, that's what it was. Right. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So there's still probably up a hundred bags of that left. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, Can I put that around my uh, <laughs> knockout rose to to yes. give it a little oomph? Yes. Sure. If you want to do organic, it'd be fine. Okay. <laughs> it says, "Doctor Earth Fruit Tree Fertilizer." This is from last week, though, but this is the right one. Yeah, this is it. One pound bag regularly seven ninety nine, right at eight dollars. Anywhere else? On sale <laughs> for a dollar eighty eight. Right. Not anywhere else. Uh, no. <laughs> or four for five dollars. Also not anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm confusing him. Yeah. <laughs> four for five dollars. That's yes, pretty sir. good. That's an unbelievable deal. Uh, it was eight dollars. Mm-hmm. Or seven ninety-nine. Yeah. All right. What's in that? So Do you, you know, it's uh, it's an organic product. It's very similar to some of the espomas. Some okay. of the what? Espoma brand. Oh, okay. It's not theirs, but it's very similar. It says organic and natural. Oh my goodness, I like that organic and I know natural. I do. Hand, can, can it be one without the crafted, other? Handcrafted. Yeah. Blend of fertilizer, ideal for all citrus trees, fruit trees, nut trees, and berries. And in Milton's case, roses. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah use the roses. Okay. So I bought four bags a couple of weeks ago. Just haven't haven't used it's them. Still yet. in your trunk? Uh, it's in the house, but yeah, no. <laughs> it's out of the trunk, but not very far. All right. So we're gonna begin to wrap up for today, Trace. I'll give you the final words, if anything. Uh, come on down. We're open for business. Get your 968s. <laughs> Hurry. We'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. Tune in tomorrow from noon to 2. Or come on out and visit with us. Hang out with all your gardening friends here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. We're back tomorrow with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com